The Bucketeers podcast is a proud member of the TSPN, the TimeSkew Podcast Network. You can catch our podcast on a number of outlets, including Spotify, Apple, Google, and TimeSkew.com. And you can follow us on Twitter today at Bucketeers. Giants. It is week eight. We are ready to go. We have a huge game on our hands, uh, especially after what happened yesterday. We'll get into that shortly in a little bit in a minute. I'm Tampa Jones alongside as always. blessing in disguise because we ended up blowing them out. The Bucks are a team that is kind of hesitant, gets out of the gate slow in primetime games over the past couple of years. We'll see if that trend can buck tonight, but we see what happened Thursday night football at Chicago earlier this year, so let's hope that tonight's game gives us a little ride of the wave of momentum for these primetime games for our Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We have the right tools to do it. We're getting on track. We are without Chris Godwin, but we will hopefully welcome him and Antonio Brown back next week against the Saints. But we are here week eight at the Giants Monday Night Football. The last time we have played a Monday Night Football game was week three in 2018 against Pittsburgh. And Big Bukowski has a little more cool Monday Night Football tidbits about our Buccaneers to give you guys. So we'll hand it over to him with Without further ado, Big Bukowski, how amped are you for some Monday night football a couple days after Halloween? Oh, man, dude. It's going to be – after the Greg Amon tweet, this game immediately just turned into a must-win. Like, if we lose this game, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of the playoffs. That's how tight this shit is. But if we win, we become the number two seed. So we need to win this, and definitely if we're going up against the Saints, Chiefs, we need to get this win for sure. We need to be well above 500 because our schedule is just going to get harder from here. Um, and an interesting tidbit, as Mr. Tampa Tone said, we were talking before the pod, and I kind of laid this down on him because last episode, as you guys might be aware, we weren't really sure when was the last time we actually won a Monday night football game. So I did a little research. Now, it, I could be flawed. However, we know the last time we went on Monday night football was in 2018, where we got blown out in Pittsburgh with Ryan Fitzpatrick as our quarterback. But the last time we've won a Monday night football game was in 2013. We beat the Dolphins with Greg Schiano. That's how long this has been. We could have conceived a child and it would be in second grade by now with the amount of time that we could possibly win a Monday night football game. So, man, that is just a wicked long time. But you know what? We deserve it. We definitely deserve it. This team is definitely beatable. Tones, take it away, brother. Yeah, and Big Bukowski brings up an excellent point there. In fact, of Greg Allman's tweet saying that this game is huge. It's a must win. If we win this game, 
the Buccaneers are in first place in the NFC South, and we have a high seed. If we lose this game, we're on the outside looking in at the playoff picture. So that is just, man, I can't get over this enough. It, it's a huge game. The Saints won yesterday. The Saints beat the Bears in overtime in a crazy battle game. And, yeah, it would just be fantastic to get this Monday night win. I mean, I remember a lot of Monday night losses, but hardly, hardly, hardly Monday night wins, as Big Buck said, 2013 against Miami when we had Darrell Revis. That was our uh, win. I remember he got an interception to kind of um, clinch the win. That was kind of fun. And then in 2010, when the Colts were down, Peyton Manning, and they came to town. I actually do, or 2011, I'm sorry, in 2011 when they were down Peyton Manning and they came to town, the Buccaneers were able to get the best of Curtis Painter on Monday Night Football, so that was fun. But since those two wins, it's been far and few in between in primetime games. Big Bukowski, speaking of primetime games, you have a lot of primetime players. Who is your Buccaneer player to watch tonight in Monday Night Football? You know, I really enjoy watching football players call their own home runs. Like it reminds me of like Babe Ruth back in the black and white days where he would point and then he would hit the ball exactly where he pointed out. I'm going Jason. I'm going with JPP here, brother. I'm he's calling his home run. He's doing it. You know what? Shaq Barrett did the same thing against the Broncos JPP, he's going to have to step up because he can't let Shaq Barrett up him like that. So he's going to have to show up. I guess he's going to see, or actually Daniel Jones is going to see a lot of Jason Pierre-Paul here. Yeah, that, so 100, 100%. That was great. I, li- I really like that comparison you just made, Big Buck, of the Shaq Barrett against the Broncos calling his shot to JPP against the Giants calling a shot because as Big Buck pointed out, Shaq Barrett was an ex-Bronco who had a huge game against Denver earlier this year. And now Jason Pierre-Paul, and I'm going to quote Greg Allman's tweet here exactly from what Jason Pierre-Paul actually said on Friday. And we're glad Halloween this weekend because it was scary. It was scary. Oh, yeah. So if you you got kids listening, you know, snip their ears for this one. But Jason Pierre-Paul said, Eli's not there no more. So I won't have to pick him up and say, Eli, man, are you good? I'm coming for their next man. They know that. I'm going to Monday Night Football and going to destroy the Giants. That's what I want to do as an individual. Wow. That's bone chilling right there. Oh, man. I do not want to be Daniel Jones right now. (laughs) Yeah. And as uh, me and Big Buck have said, we tweeted a couple Jason Pierre-Paul statistics throughout this week, actually. But Jason Pierre-Paul does have five and a half sacks this year. He's looking very sharp. And that trade we made against the Giants was just – Highway robbery. We got Jason Pierre-Paul for a third-round pick in the 2018 draft. And since then, Jason Pierre-Paul has almost accumulated one sack per game played since we've gotten him while they drafted B.J. Hill, a guy who barely has six-and-a-half sacks in two-and-a-half seasons. So, to me, we clearly win that trade. I think JPP is a great one. And since you say Jason Pierre-Paul, I'm going to go with another guy who played a good football game last week. But to me, he's going to pick it up again this week. I'm going Steve McClendon. We're going to keep seeing more and more of this guy. He played some lights out ball, had five tackles for last week, one big tackle for loss. Between JPP, Steve McClendon, and this other guy, Shaquille Barrett, who don't forget – 
kind of got burnt by Daniel Jones in a fourth and sixth scamper last season that resulted in a Giants win. I think JPP, Shaq Barrett, Steve McClendon are a couple defensive guys to look out for. And once again, you're listening to the Bucketeers pregame pod as we discuss this Monday night football showdown on November 2nd. What a beautiful day it is this fine Monday. Big Bukowski, who are you looking out for on the Giants side of the ball? I know we talked about them in the Monsters to look out for segment we had this past week, but who is one guy you are actually nervous about facing in tonight's Monday night matchup? Oh, man. You know, I think everybody's pretty well contained here for me. But I think if we are to lose this game and there's a definite possibility, let's not go into this thinking that it's an easy win. We need to play like it's the Super Bowl every single game here. So I'm going to go ahead and say the guy that burned us last time. I'm going to go with Evan Ingram here. I think they're going to use him a lot because Daniel Jones is going to have to get this ball out quick. So I am assuming that they're just going to play Evan Ingram shallow and our linebackers are going to have to cover him. And that's a very probable thing with Devin White's speed. So 100% Evan Ingram. Yeah, Evan Ingram's one of the top tight ends, too, in the game when healthy, when the Giants can effectively find him ways of getting the football as well. So Evan Ingram's definitely a guy we're going to have to look out for. We're going to have to be a little, you know, careful with. He's kind of like their version of O.J. Howard. They were taken in the same draft class. This guy's big play potential that is for sure my Giants guy I'm kind of looking out for and as Big Buck said he thinks we have many of them covered I do too but you never know about this sneaky little Giants team I'm going with the guy by the name of he hasn't had great games not even a good game this year by any means but a guy who has been Tom Brady's teammate before I'm going with Dion Lewis backup running back for the Giants I'm thinking that Lewis knows the game plan very well of Tom Brady he probably shared amongst those Patriots formers in the Giants locker room this week as their head coach came from New England head coach Joe Judge actually made his way from New England special teams coach to um, the Giants head coach this year so I think that Deion Lewis is a guy to watch out for how much of the playbook does he know how much of the playbook was he able to remember from Brady before his Tennessee days that he brought over to New York will Joe Judge have some sort of in tell inside information that'll be interesting to see and as big buck said this is not a team we can overlook let's look what happened a couple games this week thursday carolina favorites they went down against atlanta sunday Bengals upset tennessee raiders upset the browns in cleveland miami with rookie to a Tunga Viola, who didn't have a great game, but had a game <laughs> Tunga Viola. Took on Tua. I, I just call him Tua T. Keep it easy. Tua T. Tua T. Tua T. He had a win, and he didn't even throw 100 yards, but they beat the Rams. They upset the Rams. So what if Daniel Jones doesn't get 100 yards? They still get an upset. You know, a lot of things can happen any given Sunday. And with that being said, any given Monday, I guess, in terms of today's game, Big Bukowski, what is your score predictions for this Monday night football game? Tom Brady against a team he can't seem to be in a team. The Buccaneers have their hands full with all the time, these New York Giants. I mean, everything on paper suggests that we should win this game and win it big. Um, nothing's really clicking for them. They're one in six. They're in the worst division in the National Football League. 
I'm going to say that we're going to win by 20 again. I'm going to say it's going to be 35 to 15. Or, yeah, that's 20, right? (laughs) Yeah, it is. That's 20 of the variety of 35 to 15, meaning the Giants are probably going to have their field goal kicker a little busy in this one, or they're going to be doing some oddities, which I actually did – I, I do like the over and the amount of field goals made in this game tonight. It was at three and a half when I looked this morning on Bet Rivers, Illinois. So that is something to keep an eye out on. I do think our field goal kickers between the Bucks and Giants are active. I do think we win by double digits. I'm right around Big Bukowski's score, kind of. I got more of a 33-16 to 16 type game, 33-17 type game. I think that the Bucks. I think Ryan Suckup is active in this one. I think he's going to make a lot of field goals. I think he's going to be busy and active in more. Thank God we have a kicker now. It's been a while. <laughs> in watching these games around the league, Big Bukowski, it makes me feel relieved that we have Ryan Suckup because a lot of these guys are struggling league-wide right now and not nothing against the Matt Gaze and Cairo Santos of the world who actually had a good productive game for the Bears yesterday. But it just goes to show that we can't trust these guys when they're Buccaneers. So as Big Buck said, I'm glad we were able to land that veteran kicker in Ryan Suckup and once again we are listening to the Bucketeers pregame pod kind of as we're wrapping up here in a little bit shortly we just love coming at you guys on these game day mornings it's always such a great time a great podcast real quick here big buck we're just going to get into a little game day due diligence here I know that we talked about on one of our other pregame pods beverage of choice you know you went with the Jolly Ranchers and Sprite double cup and I went with the coffee and cream big buck what's your snack of choice what are we eating on game days is it different that it's a Monday night are you changing your Sunday to Monday tradition or what's the plan for tonight what's on the menu for you I don't know man I'm gonna say I'm snacking on W's I'm gonna be snacking on some W's here Yep, W's, I, I like that. I'm, I, I don't know, it's my uh, old man's birthday, so I'm just excited that it's a Bucks game for his sake on his birthday. Hopefully we could deliver them a win for him on his birthday. Ah, uh, man, tonight I'm probably going with, uh, I'm not really sure yet, maybe some chicken, maybe get some chicken on the grill. We'll see uh, how that entails there. But these game day rituals, these game day snacks are a little different on a Monday because you don't get that all day Sunday feels. It's kind of wrapping up late minute Monday night football game. Big Buck, any last words or thoughts here on this Monday night football matchup between the New York Giants and our Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I mean, we got to, we got to, go into this thinking that the giants are seven and L right now. We have to go in there thinking that they're the best team in the league and we're going to have to match them because I don't want this to be a trap game. I'm going to be so damn pissed if we lose to the damn giants here. And we're going to be the laughing stock of the NFL. Tom Brady's going to get all pissed. So I don't know, maybe if we do lose to the giants, Tom Brady gets angry, brings it out against the saints. So, but we need a win here, ladies and gentlemen. We need a W. Let's go into this. Let's go into this. A bunch of crazed dogs out there, as uh, Mr. LT once said. Um, But, yeah, man, let's get this win. Let's get this W. JPP, you do your thing. 
Yeah, I think JPP, as we keep saying throughout this podcast, he's going to be fired up. He's going to be ready to go. He's going to be ready to eat this W. We just got to get after it. We got to win this game. We got to win the battle at the line of scrimmage like we have been winning on the offensive side of the ball. We got to continue to have Donovan Smith play well. We got to continue to have Tristan Wirth shows why he's the best tackle chosen so far in the 2020 draft. We got to continue to have Marpet Jensen Kappa playing at nice high levels, providing running lanes for both Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, and the rest of the game. We got to just continue this all around pure dominance, pure dominant football that we've been displaying the past couple of weeks against both the Raiders and the Packers. Two very good teams, two playoff teams, may I add at that, the Packers and the Raiders. So we got to continue playing playoff football we can't play down to our competition we got to look at these guys hey they're technically competing in the east right now i know the east is a bad division but they're technically competing so we got to get to them and we got to say hey we're going to win this game um we can't overlook them by any means. We can't take them as an easy opponent. We just got to look at them as another one because, as Big Buck mentioned, we're about to play a lot of these good games coming up as well. We have the Chiefs coming up. We have the Rams coming up. We have the Saints coming up. We have the Panthers coming up. We have a lot of tough division matchups or a lot of tough matchups in general. So when you see a game like this on your schedule, not saying it's a must win, but this is one that you need to win because you can't play down to your competition when you do that in the next National Football League, bad things happen. Big Buck, any last words for Bucketeers Nation before we log off here? Let's get it. Go Bucks. Let's get it and go Bucks. You heard it there, and I'm saying let's get it as well. Go Bucks. I think we're going to see a very fun game tonight. I think we're going to like the results of this one. Um, I'm not getting too over cocky. I'm not getting too overconfident, but I feel like this is a Monday night game. We'll hopefully be enjoying. We'll hopefully be. Um, you know, easy on the eyes. I am very much so hoping. Nonetheless, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens very much. And this is a Bucketeers podcast. Thanks so much for joining us on this fine evening. Once again, he's Big Bukowski. I'm Tampa Tones. It's been fun. It's been a great ride. Go Bucks on this Monday night. We'll be back at you with the Bucketeers later in the week. Thank you.